Do you like Denzel Washington? Of course you do. Do you love Will Smith? Of course you do. Do you love tales of overcoming a suppressive society and sticking to your morals in an unwavering fight for justice? If you don't, I don't trust you. So don't call me anymore. Also, it's fight night here on the Digest Show. And have we got a head-to-head heavyweight battle for you. Hit it! Ding, ding, motherfucking ding. It's fight night, my dude. Oh, yes, we got a heavyweight bout, baby. Just so everyone is prepared, the cheese is on. Oh, yeah, the puns are going to fly. We got a theme tonight. It's fight night. We got a heavyweight bout. We got two boxing movies. We got two plights of amazingly powerful men of color. Amazing athletes, amazing cultural icons, and we're gonna pit them against each other. Ooh. And we're gonna have fucking fun. We're gonna have a lot of fun. Admiring so what we're doing these guys. Admiring the performances. Yes. The athletes. Yep. The filmmaking. Yes. This is a different kind of program. And I hope you all are pumped. Because mm. we're really fucking pumped. We're pumped. So what we're doing today is we're putting up the hurricane versus Ali. Oh man. Oh man! And fortunately for the listeners, two natural ca- camps have formed. This is true. This is true. This is we're true. gonna. You could say we're gonna go toe to toe, a tete a tete, if you will. <laughs> so oh. welcome to Fight Night. We're super yes. pumped to do this one. We're really fucking excited. So I thought about maybe like not telling everyone what's going on here, but I think it's really cool what happened. Josh really uh, gravitated towards. Denzel Washington's performance in The Hurricane and that film in general really spoke to him. And I'm a glossy-ass Hollywood motion picture motherfucker. So I gravitated towards Ali, though that's not to say I don't have some issues with the film. I love Michael Mann. I love a good time. I love a 30-minute intro with no dialogue and all Sam Cooke. Okay? (laughs) You're right. So so this is kind of the vibe. It's loose, but it's true. Yeah. Yeah, it is. It definitely is. And it's like... I think it's cool because, like, okay, let's just use a diagram, like a Venn diagram, as like a kind of a visual example for the people listening. Like, our Venn diagram is gonna overlap quite a bit, but there's definitely some hanging out there on the wings, you know. That well, we 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 started. We we have one we conversation before a few things. <laughs> you, need pace, you need to pace yourself. You're yeah. on the ropes in the first round right now. No, I'm gonna take it. Don't worry, I got plenty. <laughs> <laughs> So in our conversations prepping for today's episode, we kind of just realized like that's what was going on. So we're going to roll with it. Um, just, I just thought off the cuff, what do you remember? What's your first memory of The Hurricane? Because I'd never seen this film. Yeah, my okay, so my first memory of The Hurricane is watching it probably, I mean, I guess 99 films. So it probably would have been a few years after it came out and it, I would have watched it on cable. It would have been a daytime, like, weekend cable movie. Kind of a, kind of a cable movie. Yeah, you could say that. I, I, I think it... Here we go. First I blows. Mean, yeah, you want to throw first blows. Like, when I think cable movie, I don't think of, like, Oscar-nominated performance. That's the first thing that I would say. Like, and we, we're going to get to it. But, like, Denzel, this is not a... Look, if this is a cable movie, let's just make one thing clear. Denzel's performance is not a cable movie performance. It's It's... 
it's astonishing. so worth watching that it's, it's like so good. yeah so it's so to far me, and away the best part of the film oh yeah for sure for sure no doubt and i Continue. i, I love i do love this, this the score and the soundtrack too but we'll get there um uh yeah so i watched it as a kid and i remember being like really mixed up over the the the, the plot of that movie like but I was really into it at the same time because it had that like courtroom drama vibe that I've all I've all like always been a fan of that since I was a kid. And the story really stuck with me. And honestly, this movie is probably the thing that introduced me to Bob Dylan because it's my favorite Bob Dylan song. And I heard this and I like then I kind of like as I got a little older, I looked at the story and I realized like this is a real story. Like this man went through this. And I mean, like. I don't know. Yeah. So that's, I guess that's my first, it's kind of an awakening kind of a film, you know, like as a young man seeing that you just, it, it sticks with you. Yeah. Now all the criminals in the coats and their ties are free to drink martinis and watch the sunrise while Ruben sits like Buddha in a 10 foot sail. What about Ali? Uh, same. I mean, kind of similar. Like I remember, so again, young man, I watched Ali when it came out. Like, I'm pretty sure that the moms picked it up from the video store and we watched it. Like I could see your mom being into that. Like right after y'all, oh, she was a huge Muhammad Ali fan. Big, big time. Yeah. And, uh, well, she was a big boxing fan, but, but anyway, uh, I remember watching that one and just like, that movie set me on fucking fire, dude. I fell in love with Muhammad Ali. He was everything I wanted to be. He was so confident and so capable. And I had the fucking three foot by four foot poster of him in the Liston fight, you know, with the, yeah, yeah. Just with the hand across the chest, like, oh man. And I, like, it was right above my bed. Like, it was like the thing, like I'll come home at the end of the day and lay my head down. And I like, last thing I see before I lay down is Muhammad Ali, like in victory. And, and the guy just like in sticking up for what he believed in stuck with me too. Cause that was kind of my, again, my formative years as a young man, like kind of deciding what kind of person you're going to be, you know? And yeah. I'd say I these movies affected me no flag And I ain't running to Canada. I'm staying right here. You want to send me to jail? Fine, you go right ahead. I've been in jail for 400 years. I could be there for four or five more. But I ain't going no 10,000 miles to help murder and kill other poor people. If I want to die, I'll die right here, right now, fighting you. If I want to die, you my enemy. Not no Chinese, no Viet Cong, no Japanese. You my poser when I want freedom. You my poser when I want justice. You my poser when I want equality. Want me to go somewhere and fight for you? You won't even stand up for me right here in America, for my rights and my religious beliefs. You won't even stand up for me right I think here. That's at great. Home. I could I could see Muhammad Ali especially. I think both of them being a confluence of of influences on your character. Because personally, like you're a convicted man, Thank but you. you're also very confident. And you back up what you talk you talk the talk and you walk Thank the walk. Thank you. Make a mid blush over here. And like, well, I love you. And the, Hurricane's about a convicted man. Yeah, it is. Convicted and- in both in a wrong way and in a very right way. And Ali is about the most walk the walk, talk to talk public figure that may have ever lived. So yeah, and I've got more to. I think I've got more to say about those two characters and their influence on me. Like when we get into into the meat of it a little bit more. But like, definitely you can't go without saying my first memories are like both these movies stamped me. And Ali, I think at the time when I first saw these films, I think Ali hit me a little, a little 
more because I was able to I could I could digest Ali, whereas Hurricane was a little bit more above my you know intellectual pay grade at that time in my life. I mean, I would have been like eleven years old when I saw it. You know. Yeah, for so, sure. Yeah, I uh, as far as Ali goes, I remember my parents renting it from Blockbuster, mm-hmm. but um, I wasn't allowed to watch it. And I wasn't allowed to watch it because afterwards I asked them, like, what? That's the Ali movies, fucking Will Smith. Like, what's going on? And they're like, yeah, there's too, there's too much sex in this movie. And after I watched <laughs> it for this episode, my thought was, you know, there's just like a little too much sex in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> and as far as Hurricane goes, my first memory, I mean, I, I'm huge music nut, um, as anybody who knows me know, and like I've heard the song Hurricane probably a thousand times since I was oh, yeah. twelve years old. So I knew the story of Reuben Carter and I knew Dylan's involvement and all of that. Um, but that's really where I stood. I'd never seen the film before, but I've always wanted to see it. I'm such a big Denzel fan. Um, so yeah, I was stoked we did it. Uh, do you want to trade some blows and do some back of the box? Let's back of the boxes. This is it. Uh, you go first. Oh, okay. All right, so forgive me if I get tongue-tied here. Um, And again, we'll just say, if you haven't seen it, join us. Uh, So, in the role that earned him Academy Award nomination for Best Actor, Denzel Washington stars in the true story of Reuben Hurricane Carter, a man who, in the prime of his boxing career, finds himself wrongfully convicted of murder, sentenced to life in prison, Carter publishes a memoir that inspires a teenager from Brooklyn and three Canadian activists to join forces and shed light on the truth. In the ultimate fight for justice, the hurricane is one man's inspirational journey to prove his innocence and gain back his freedom. And that's a good fucking back of the box right there. I can't argue with a fight for freedom. No, no, you you, you can't. And it's it really is like... It, I just think that that's a really good back of the box to kind of tell the story, like a micro version of the story of this film. Yeah, I think that when I first settled into it, I was looking for a boxing film mm. and a sports film. It's and not it's really that. not, like, at all. Yeah, it's got, it's got some vibes in it, but yeah. Yeah, and it's really about this man's story and his... That's it. Yeah, that's what it's really about. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll take Ali from uh, Digest Show Debut. Michael Mann. Right? Right? Kind of a big deal. Yeah. Michael Mann's in the house. Feeling the heat. Join me. What's that? I'm feeling the heat. Feeling the heat. (laughs) Ellipsis. All right. Join me on the back of the box. Superstar Will Smith gives the performance of his career as boxing legend Muhammad Ali in a visually amazing epic drama from Academy Award-nominated director Michael Mann. Muhammad Ali thrilled the world with his groundbreaking boxing victories in the 60s and 1970s, but the man behind the legend is grappling with tumultuous romantic life, his deeply held religious beliefs, and the pressures of staying on top. A quick-witted, winning personality and strong friendships with close associates, including renowned newscaster Howard Cosell, help Ali float like a butterfly, and sting like a motherfucking bee. But faced with a life-changing conflict outside the ring, he famously opinionated boxer is forced to rely on the one person he knows best, himself. There you go. That's a good back of the box. 
It is. Let's get back in the box. It's a good movie. Great movie. It's a good movie. It's a good movie about the greatest. He's the greatest. He's the greatest. Um, so what we're going to do today on the show is, uh, like I said, we're leaning into the cheese, into the theme, and we're going to break this program into the stages of a fight. So to start it off, we're going to start with the weigh-in. Heyo. So what we're going to talk about first is Ruben Carter versus Muhammad Ali. And obviously comparing those two as fighters is not really fair, but what we kind of want to talk about is their stories. Um, and the similarities, the differences, and just have a conversation about these two men and what they went through. It's it's uh, it's kind of hard to compare them, but their stories are are comparative, and we can't have a conversation about them. Why don't you start off with uh, Reuben Carter? Yeah, I mean, so to kind of throw it back to what we were just talking about and what I referred to earlier, when I first watched this movie, I, again, it, it stuck with me for sure. And like I said, Ali really is the one that inspired me and kind of set me on fire. But like rewatching these movies to, to do this podcast and throw some love to these two movies, um, it was Reuben Carter that actually inspired me far more because I realized like, you, like the Ali story is the story of like standing up for what you believe in. Like, and that is, that's in itself is huge. That's an amazing act of courage. But Ruben's story is more of like the story of withstanding like mm. unjust treatment, which is kind of a different grain of thing, you know, it, it and, and, and I think, um, the way that that man was able to carry himself with such fucking dignity and integrity and never bend and never allow himself to to give in to you know he, to mark himself like a guilty man as he would kind of say it you know never mark himself as I'm guilty not, man I'm not wearing these clothes yeah. An inmate because I'm not guilty and I'm not an inmate. Yeah. I take yeah. in the shower because it uh, uh, signifies that I'm a ward of this building. Because the only way I'm taking this shower is if you give me the correct clothes. Like things yep. like that. Like he was a man of principle. There's, you know, obviously as far as the scales go, the Hurricanes got the song, the Dylan song. Yeah. And there's many lyrics in that song that are beautiful and, and memorable but the one that makes me think of Ruben the most and kind of when I was watching the film I kept thinking about when he was committed to his mind and his body and mm -hmm. truth and mm -hmm. staying the course was uh and Ruben sits like Buddha in a 10-foot cell that's it that's it and that's you it. see that you, and you see yeah. that in this film and that and that's that that really does kind of sum up what hit me this time is is like trust me I mean, both of these men were in impeccable physical shape. They were incredible athletes. I mean, you know, Reuben Carter didn't really get to have a, a boxing career as, as lengthy or as full as Muhammad Ali by any circumstance. But in his short-lived career, he did have a knack for, like, winning fights in first rounds. Like, and he had a knack for, like, knocking dudes out quickly. Um, yeah. And he was, he was kind of a he beast. Had, so He had 40 career fights. He didn't. You know, at first when I um, 
first started getting into this, I because of the song mostly, honestly, sure. I thought maybe he was like a young guy and he uh, was like at the precipice of his prime, perhaps when all this happened. But in reality, he, you know, he was in trouble with the law early on. Um, but that's not that he did anything wrong. It was just the, his environment, you know, mm-hmm. um, enrolled in the in the army, boxed in the army, and then had forty professional fights. Became a middleweight contender. Um, had some really high profile battles with people, um, and yeah, just couldn't stay out of trouble. Mostly because of the the area of New Jersey that he lived in, the color of his skin, and all his all his cards were marked in advance, as Bob says. Sure, sure, yeah, yeah, and and I think. The the other part of it is is, you know, because he talks early when he's in prison, he's talking about, he, you know, before he goes to prison for the murder, he has to do some time from something that happened when he was a kid, and he talks about how he's going to turn his body into a weapon and he's going to become yeah. a, a warrior scholar, and then when he goes firing shit, it is, and when he goes to prison for the second time, he really becomes more of a scholar. And he carries this, he has this vibe about him that it's just, I don't know, man, this guy really inspires the fucking shit out of me because he, and the, the word transcend is used so much in that movie, um, mm-hmm. mostly by him, but it's a great word for what he did. I mean, cause he, obviously he's reading and I'm going to be, I'm not even going to try to, I'm not even going to attempt some titles because I don't want to be ignorant, but because I am ignorant, I don't want to reveal that, but um, you know, he's reading memoirs of other intellectuals who have been imprisoned. He's reading like he's reading Eastern religion. He's reading about meditation. He's reading about Buddhism. And he's and he's talking about how he is not going to allow them to take away his dignity. He's going to change what he wants and what he needs because his punishment is that they're taking away what they think he wants and needs. So he's going to sleep when the other prisoners are up and he's going to be asleep. he's going to wake when they're asleep and he's going to sit in his cell at overnight and fucking meditate and he's going to go away from his cell and he's just going to be somewhere else with his mind and that's so fucking powerful. Like that shit is so incredible and I it, I don't know. Yeah, it just inspires me. Sorry, I feel like I could fucking talk for a year about because I haven't watched this movie in a fucking decade or more. Fucking shit. Holy shit. Two decades. I forgot how old I am. I'm we're very, old. Yeah, we're fucking old. Uh, so I haven't watched this movie in a really long time. And it, like, just this guy's story just fucking hits. Like, it's so, it's so touching. It really is. I just keep coming back to the Vin Rubin sits like Buddha in a 10 foot cell. And then you watch yeah. the film. And like, literally, what you're just saying, he's plotting his his entire being against the antithesis of what they think they're holding him accountable for. Yes. In totality, that is just like, I just have goosebumps. You, when you were talking about that, I was just like, and, and he also, and it's like the layer on top of it all too, is he, he like, not only will he refuse to allow them to punish him, but he refuses to allow them to provide for him. He hustles his way into cans of fucking soup and rigs fucking light bulb heaters. Eat the water up. To boil water. It's like he won't live off of them either. He won't even let them take care of him. He's that. And it's like it's so fucking impressive. It just really is. And it's the conviction that you would feel like a truly innocent man would have if they were in that situation. How else would you stay focused on that if acting – and committing your life to to uh, not even acting, but 
behaving and living like a like a free uninhibited man you know correct yeah yeah it's intense stuff and it, it just i don't know and it's like it at a different part in the life you're just you and i do think that there are definitely some flaws in the film i i but i think that oh of course yeah Ruben's story with Denzel doing it is enough to make that story just be so fucking riveting, you know? What did I what did I text you a couple of days ago? I said I got a hot take. Hot take. <laughs> hot Denzel take. Denzel Washington is really good at acting and Michael Mann makes really fun movies. <laughs> yep, 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 for sure. But seriously, Den uh, we'll get to it. Yeah, we'll get there. It's so anyway, um yeah, sorry. I just mean Keep going, dude. Check off your list. I want to hear more about it. How you well, feel? No, well, the other thing I, I would just want to say is I'll say a couple of things about Ali because I know we're going to kind of get there as well in, in that guy's story. But I think what I found really interesting about watching the two together, I want to say that before I let you take it away. But um, it, this, these two stories are so similar in so many ways. like, And it's so... They do, in my mind, a good job of putting out a story of like what people in this country have had to deal with for so long and what they still deal with today in various ways, very similar ways, you know? And these two guys, both these people that we it, – it's just interesting that they're both – they were both fighters and they both were so principled and kind of stood up for what they felt was right even when it wasn't easy, you know? Yeah, there are two things about Muhammad Ali that I don't think a lot of... He, he might be one of the most culturally important and popular icons of the 20th century. Uh, might be, I would say, top three easy, right? Yeah, yeah, for sure. He is the epitome of confidence and strength and really, like, the American dream. Um, but there are two things about him that I don't think, like... like I, So I was lucky enough to do a, a third-grade book report on Cassius Clay. Right. And I learned about all this this shit about Muhammad Ali, as a lot of young American kids do. Um, and this his his faith and his political views and how that uh, influenced a multitude of his decisions. Um, his relationship with Don King and really wanting an African fight uh, in the later part of his career is so huge. I don't think I don't think the I would say less than half of people know about all of that about Muhammad Ali is that bold to say no I think that's probably pretty fair I mean especially people our age I would say o because, older because folks, that shit is washed that shit's washed it's hard to explain and talk about and people don't want to talk about it and I think that he's so popular and such an icon that people are like yeah we don't really want to talk about the Muslim thing and the Malcolm X thing and I would think not actually i'll take it i'll take you a step i'll raise you man i think it's probably likely that the majority like even if it's 51 percent, right of people don't even know that the dude's boxing career was interrupted like that he had to take time off in his prime because I Fuck them because I doubt they even know that his career was just even interrupted that he didn't just like straight fight and like so, All like, the thing about Muhammad Ali's boxing career is the astonishing thing is that his literal prime, which is at, which is set out in the movie, this is a heavyweight's prime, which you're yeah. which you're gambling with these years of your life, and he 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 forfeited the prime of his life as a professional athlete because he refused to fight in a war he saw no reason to fight in. Mm -hmm. So, no Viet Cong has ever called me the N word. Yeah. Why the hell yeah. am I going over there to spread blood when? has nothing to do with me yeah. and he's, he's rich 
He's famous. He's handsome as fuck. He's charming. And he's like, this is not right. Yeah, I have, I'm, not, I'm not fucking going. I'm not going. I'm entering in four years of legal litigation and losing money and going from being at the top of the cultural and sports world to borrowing money from my wife's dad. Yeah, I don't think yeah. people understand the ups and downs of that for sure. Well, I mean, and the man got he got tried and prosecuted and convicted for refusing to go to war. You know, he got all of that stuff. Like, and then it eventually got overturned by the Supreme Court. That is true, but rightfully so. But like, then you think, oh, we like we have future presidents of the country who like have bone spurs out of fucking nowhere. And don't have to go to Vietnam. I mean, like, what the fuck is that shit, right? It, it's so insane the way they... And it was, like, really... Not only did they hate him because he was black, but they hated him because he was Muslim, and they hated him because he was fucking great. He was better he than was any of them. He was fucking great. Not only... Was the, he was great in so many ways, too. His, his yeah. Not only just in the ring, in the ropes, but outside... He was the he was a specimen of confidence and focus and determination and publicity. He knew what he was doing in all facets. I right? think people take people like that for granted. In fact, we've had a private conversation recently about, you know, Bob Dylan and, and things like that. And I think that and I said, I think people take Bob Dylan for granted. I know it's ridiculous to say, but I think uh -huh. people take Muhammad Ali for granted. I don't think they understand. Like the the second thing that I referenced earlier that I, I don't know if the majority of the public knows about his fighting style, this motherfucker is the toughest son of a bitch I've ever seen in my life. His style was get your ass kicked, talk shit the whole time, let this dude tire himself out, and then take him out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, it's insane. He, yeah, he he just was he was. Ali was a warrior and he was really, really good at it. He was really, he was really good at, at fighting. He knew what he was doing and he knew but how tough yeah. he was because he's tall and handsome and he's light skinned. You know, that has something to do with it. And he's talking and he's, he, but I don't think that how tough he was. Like he wasn't just like, Float like a butterfly, sing like the bee, like he's taking a fucking beating. He is, but it's so it's like he's either he's either let it's like he's either letting you wear yourself out on him or he's just not letting you hit him. That's Muhammad Ali. It just depends. Either way on, is exhausting. And it's like I feel like he just is that's what I mean is like he had all the tools in his tool belt, right? He didn't yeah. he didn't just have a hammer. You no, know, he he had Thing. Yeah, he had it all, and he just, oh, okay, it's like a video game. Like, you just swap, you hit a fucking, I don't play video games, so this is going to sound stupid. You hit some button, and you switch your gun or whatever, and the thing from the screens. He just had the up. whole arsenal. Yeah, he's just like, he hitting buttons. He's like, all right, I'll play, with the, I'll play with the rifle this round. Like, fuck it, whatever. I believe he had, like, five professional losses, and three of them were past the age of 37. Oh, yeah. Yeah, two of them were not commissioned by in the United States. Like he was fighting for money for charity and shit, and like yeah. his own ego. Like he already had Parkinson's in his last fight. Yeah, and then one of them. I mean, when he lost his like his first loss was Frazier, right? When Frazier beat him, right? Yeah, Frazier won. One. He won Frazier yeah. two and three, two. but he lost Frazier one. Yeah, yeah, and 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 
the thing is, is like I was thinking about that when we were watching this movie. It's like this dude was undefeated until Frazier beat him. And Frazier did beat him, right? But why did Frazier beat him? Because he had to take time off. He wasn't like he was off for like four years. Yes. And he was just like at the beach. He was fighting for his fucking life. Yeah. Trying to stay afloat, trying to like like provide for his family, like make money, do something, you know? You and know what I thought was interesting. I was reading uh today. Uh, that Frazier beat him, or after Frazier lost to him the second time, Frazier said the words hurt more than the beating did because Ali was calling him like an Uncle Tom and shit in the press. Yeah, yeah. he's playing with his fucking head. He and was. Frazier and Frazier and Ali were were amicable. Like they like the there's a scene in the film where Joe picks him up in the car and they're yeah. like, and that was. I don't know if that scene is particularly accurate, but they were they weren't friends, but they were very respectful and they, they could be in the same room together. Um, what does he say? You don't love, look like the world heavyweight champ. You look like the world heavyweight champ of pimps. Joe's yeah. For coats and stuff like that. Yep. And then for Ali just to turn around in the press and just, but he's doing it. He got his fucking head. Yeah. He's, yeah, he's doing it. And plus I think, you know, Frazier beat him. And I think he needed to make sure that didn't happen again. Like it didn't two times. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. So I don't know. Ali, just such a. Again, this dude is just so inspiring. Like just so inspiring as a as a individual, you know. And yeah, I don't know. Fucking love Ali. We could we could wax poetic on the guy. That's what I was. That's exactly what I was thinking. Like we totally could just sit here forever. I think as like young men, I think as Americans too, like as sports fans, like I think Ali's number one. All right, I like that. I don't. Right? I mean, yeah. I mean, wait, like, like you mean Culturally? like truly? Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel that vibe. I do think he's definitely. Yeah, I mean. I do, especially because the time that he got. I mean, you can make a case for a couple of other people, but I, I don't think. I mean, he's definitely like, like a, obviously Serena's up there, Mike's up there, obviously. Well, I think Mike, Mike just goes by the wayside for for like for other reasons. Like, I I think you, eh, never mind. This is that's a different podcast, but like. The, the guy cha- he he's a he's a definition of something you know and and culturally like I, don't, I don't think yeah i don't know I'm so we have a cultural person. icon versus uh a cultural buddha if you will two men sure. who are up against the fucking grain um that was fun man yeah uh let's move on to the main card the fight so if we're being honest with ourselves, the real conversation we want to have about these two films is talking about the two performances from our principal leads. And that's uh, Denzel Washington. <clears throat> excuse me. Denzel motherfucking Lucky. Washington. Yes. Pronounce it and, right. And uh, Will Smith. Excuse me. Will box office blockbuster Smith. This is true. This is true. This is true. Plenty of bombs in his career, but well- still. Let, let let let's just let's just start something with okay i just want to i'm i'm gonna take 13 seconds i'm predicting here and i'm gonna read come out str- of your corner baby i'm gonna read a string of denzel films God, damn it, i love denzel okay 
that that this is from when he started kind of making movies in the late 80s, early 90s with Glory. Glory's the first one, Glory. okay? okay? Ending in 2001, okay? From Glory to 2001, this guy makes Glory, Mo Better Blues, Malcolm X, Philadelphia, The Hurricane, Remember the Titans, and Training Day. What a fucking G. Holy shit. Have you seen Philadelphia? Yes. Oh my God. The only film on that list that I have not seen, sadly, is Mo Better Blues, which I will be watching in short fucking order. It's great. I've seen that. I mean, seriously, like what a fucking run of films. My God. You could put that against any actor in this guy's generation. Any. I watched a, I, as, as you know, and I think maybe people who listen regularly know that I'm a YouTube guy. I'm a millennial. I got a short attention span. <laughs> I just like, I relax with YouTube and I was watching a, a YouTube of a Denzel Washington acceptance speech. And he was like back in an acting class or whatever, you know, institution he was at. He, they went around the room and he said, I'm going to be the best actor of my generation. And they looked at me like I was crazy. Shut up! Relax there, Cody! Kind of there. I mean, his performance in this movie is astonishing. Like when he's holding the payphone against the window. Yes. Ah! No, 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 Lee, Lee, dude. His greatest fucking moment, and it's the face acting award of the episode, is, and it's, dude, in that solitary confinement scene, mm. which I want to unpack it a little bit later, but that shit is fucking, dude. I, I can't. Got like Lay Miz vibes, dude. I mean, it's fucking insane. The guy, the, the fucking emotion, the range that that guy wears on his fucking face and in his eyes. In his fucking eyes. Like, I just think, like, I was... Go go ahead. ahead. No. Go ahead. please. I was just going to say, like, I was just thinking today, like, who are the two... Who who could you put up against him in his generation? Like, you get George Clooney, Tom Hanks, maybe, as two people who rival this. Like, I mean, but even then, I think... Can we back up for a second? Sure. Because those two people are are America's darlings. Yeah. They are. Like, fucking... They're Hollywood superstars, but Denzel's yep. a fucking artist. That's what I'm saying. They're but and they're all Oscar winners, but but I don't think Tom Hanks nor George Clooney have put together a string of films in fucking ten to twelve years that have that many potent fucking performances. Like potent. Denzel makes me pay attention. Yes. Yes. Like when he comes on the screen and the music's fading in and I know it's about to be a moment, I adjust my seat because I know I'm about to watch a fucking masterclass. Yeah, 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 for sure, for sure. And I also love, you pointed out the, his dynamic, like in this the solitary confinement scene. There aren't a lot of actual boxing scenes in the hurricane, but I love his, his smile and bravado yeah. in them. 
Like yeah. in the ending scene, he turns around, he has this big smile with the mouth guard. It's just like, I just believe that guy's machismo. Yeah, yeah, he absolutely. He looks great and everything, but the the range yeah. in the film, like, and then there's like kind of an after school vibe to this movie, and and Denzel's teaching a young man some lessons, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. he does that perfectly. Like he was he was nominated for an Oscar for this performance, and it's he touches on so many different facets. Of an of a human being, obviously oh, it's a tribute and a portrayal of of Reuben Carter, because that man did go through all those things. But Denzel's performance is fucking ladies' man, leather coat, bar hopping, badass, New Jersey yep. middleweight, could have been the champion of the world, mm-hmm. to wrongly convicted, Buddha in a ten foot cell, body is a weapon, sleep mm-hmm. when everyone else is awake. I'm awake when everyone else is asleep. Two, teaching a young man a lesson. To to walking by the man who concocted the whole thing in a dope ass sheepskin jacket, looking fucking like he does, looking like you, motherfucker, you could have locked me up for 80 years and you wouldn't have taken a fucking ounce of my integrity. And I have more than you will ever fucking own. Fuck you. Don't look at me and say, What's up, Ruben? Or hi, Ruben. Fuck you, buddy. You don't own me. You don't fucking own me. I love that man. I love that fucking man. I've watched some videos of, like, actual Ruben Carter. I love that man. Such an inspiration. Sorry. I have tears in my eyes right now. But Denzel kills it. He really does. He brings it. I'm saying Denzel takes that burden and telling that story and puts it on his shoulders and fucking kills it. It's amazing. Yeah. Yeah, and he has agreed. to put up with young Leif Schreiber, which is you know, <laughs> he's not bad. He's not bad. I have a feeling like I had a feeling like for you that like we needed to just snip, <laughs> snip the whole. You knew that the Leif Schreiber thing was the, that whole the... storyline needed to be clipped out, and it would have been a much better movie for Chase. You knew the Leif Schreiber thing was gonna fucking bug me. Oh, I mean, yeah. I hear you. I had some. I had some questions about them. I was like, I don't know, but I that just think they fucking tall. <laughs> that movie. <laughs> Around the same time, he's making Scream too, man. It was a versatile actor there at a at a time. Anyway, enough about Liev Schreiber. Back to Denzel and Will Smith, where we belong. Uh, Denzel is probably one of the top ten greatest American actors in the history of cinema. Yeah, gotta be. Okay, gotta be. Gotta be. Did you have another thought on Denzel Washington? I don't have another thought on Denzel Washington. Let's move on to the other side of the ring. Mm. Mm. Ding, ding, ding. I don't... I think The Pursuit of Happiness is probably Will Smith's greatest performance. Okay. I think this is a very close number two. I'm very proud of Will Smith for making this film. He looks incredible. Like, his body... His he looks amazing. I think he is doing a great impersonation. He's doing all that he can. I'm really fucking proud of him. I don't I, I don't think I would have known that he had it in him. Are you aware? I just want to ask, are you aware that it sounds a little like you're giving him a backhanded compliment, like you're proud of him? Like a non-filmmaker, uh, like a non like critic and <laughs> like it, y- y- us on our podcast is proud of will smith you feel i mean i'm just asking like is that a kind of a 
<laughs> I'm guessing. I just want to state for the record that I took the side of Ali. <laughs> for and I love Will Smith, and I love Will Smith. I, I'm, I'm a human being on planet Earth. I love Will Smith. Yeah. And I love him in this movie. Yeah. I'm saying his performance ain't no fucking Denzel Washington. That's all no, I'm saying. It's not, but but physically and what he goes for, they put this character through so much romantic turmoil, which I don't know if that was fucking necessary. Yep. Yep. And I think that put a lot of extra strain and expectation on Will's performance. But what it, I don't mean it backhanded. I really don't. I'm sincere as a fan of films and as a fan of Will Smith. I am sincerely proud of that dude for going there and accepting that challenge. And he and again, he just he looks incredible. It's so I mean, cool. How, how will we ever have another definitive Muhammad Ali film ever again? Maybe. But in our when we're like not shitting our own diapers, probably not, man. Like yeah. he did that good of a job that like maybe you might have qualms about the film. You might not like certain things that were added in as I do, but the image of Will Smith as fucking Muhammad Ali, it's not he didn't get nominated for an Oscar. It's not on anybody's highlight reel, but it's a big Hollywood motion picture. And it's kind of enough to last until we're ready for another iteration of the story. Mm. And I think that is saying something for his performance. That's my piece. No, I like that. I mean, I think that that's fair. But the one I want to cut, I want to cut Will a little slack because. You, okay, we just said it. Ali is like the most iconic sports figure. Being. I mean. <laughs> and, and not only that, right? But like, unlike a Michael Jordan or a Jackie Robinson or a Babe Ruth or any Owens, yeah, uh, Ali w- spoke fucking poetry. Can I to I people? Think good, I think like, this is a good time for my hot take. Give it to us. I believe that Muhammad Ali is a cornerstone foundation for the invention and discovery of rap music no gotta be i mean i'm sure yeah gotta be i wrote it in third grade and i've been holding on to it for a long time i like it i like it why isn't that common knowledge this is your dissertation homie this shit is basic Why why don't people talk about that it's so obvious i mean who knows i mean i don't know yeah like you're the music guy i don't know to be common knowledge amongst i mean i'm not a rap i'm sure i'm sure that there are like i'm sure speaking in rhyme live off the tip of his tongue on live television yeah i'm sure he's gotten credit somewhere and if not you know but but see i'll tell you i said you're the music guy i have found in my life that whenever you dive into the world of music with people with real people who like want to act that way they're always like well actually there was this guy who lived in this city that Muhammad Fuck Ali that. got it from. And it's like, that's cool. Muhammad but Ali's like, from Louisville, Kentucky. I'm pretty much 100% positive that he didn't pick up that skill from someone in fucking Kentucky. No, yeah, I feel you. I feel you. I'm just making a comment on like, I don't like to get into the weeds, but I'm sure. I'll, I'll fucking put my neck out there. I'm, get pretty out there. Sure, I'm pretty sure Muhammad Ali like invented rap music. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> We have or like or like the 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 spoken word and an expression that is being a black fucking man, full of bravado and up against the fucking world. I, I think I, that's like, fair. I, 
I think that anybody who looks at the history of hip hop would be like, would be remiss. Yeah, to not, I mean, look at the attitude, the vibe that Ali put off and not be able to draw a connection that, that I, to, to like, to someone like Kanye West, get the fuck out of here. I was in third grade when I drew that comparison. Yeah. Yeah, I've just never been able to say it on a microphone on the internet, so I was excited to say it out loud. Third grade, you heard it here, okay? He was in third fucking grade, okay? He's a genius, That's... certified. Oh, fuck off. <laughs> it's a joke. Let's get back to Will's performance. So, my point, I want to give Will some slack. You're, you're, he's betraying Ali, worldwide known. Reuben Carter, people knew him, but you know nobody got to spend intimate amount of time. Reuben Carter was not splashed all over TV screens talking. Reuben Carter did not have a distinctive, very unique cadence to his voice. You know that was needing to be mimicked. Like the, I think the the climb for Will Smith was way fucking higher to go. I'm I mean, so, man, ooh, can I change my tone a little bit? Yeah, ooh, yeah, I need yeah. To change my tone. I'm so proud of Will Smith. <laughs> like, how do I get this sincere? I'm so, <clears throat> I'm really fucking proud of Will Smith. <laughs> Will, I'm so proud of Will Smith. <laughs> Will Smith don't need you. I'm proud. Proud because I'm really proud of Will Smith. That one sounded better. I like that. I, I, I like that. Will Smith. I like that. Sounded, we're getting more sincere as we go. I like it. <laughs> no, he such a good job. And it, like, he does. He really boxing, does. Like the boxing scenes are incredible, dude. Well, it's just I think the only reason, like, the only thing that leaves any like veil of not pushing this over the edge is just the fact that it's just not Ali. We have Ali. We have video of Ali. Right. We can it's watch Ali. It's like, not Ali, but it's so goddamn good. Flowing with my response, but I'm gonna I'm gonna ebb and flow back. It's almost <laughs> like the best. You go to the theme park, and it's like the best impersonator you've ever seen in your life. Yeah, that's what this is, and that's saying something. It is. That's fucking impressive. It but is. You're, you're right. But the way you put that is perfect. That he's like. I could. I don't need any context for Muhammad Ali. That's asking a lot of a performer, man. That's it. It is. It is. And plus, Ali had such a distinctive look. Like he just. Yeah, it's hard. It's just hard to like. It's hard to do that. I mean, and but but the guy like the foot like okay, Denzel Washington had to learn how to box, which he probably already knew, right? He had to learn to box. Denzel Washington had to learn to box from like. The chest up. Up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Will Smith looks like a fucking athlete. Yes, that's my point. He had to learn the footwork because you can't play like like we were talking we were talking about this. Like you were saying, I basically know like the 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 you know the summary of all of the Ali fights. There's like, like three phases. There are people, there are Ali freaks out there who know every movement he made in these films and you know the way that Michael Mann makes films and the way that they pursued this whole thing that those fights are like basically dead on he's doing everything yes and when he's bobbing and weaving like that shit's real I wanted I I watched the Foreman fight of the film uh, about an hour before we got on yep and then I was like not for the podcast but I was like what's the top 10 Ali 
like knockouts or moments. Like, fucking hype! Like I want to watch this, and there and I I the the form of knockouts number one because it was so astonishing and such a big deal when it happened, and like I just watched the film, and it's it's a movement for movement reenactment. Yeah, and how how he how Foreman falls to the ground. And Mo is just like not his signature move was standing over someone. Fuck you. I'm the greatest. And he didn't do that in that fight. He kind of waited to see if George would get up. He needed. And I noticed that in the movie and he does that in real life. And like the way that he kind of shoves him down, like they, this is reenactment, like move for move. Like Uh, Will must have been in fucking camp, like 10 hours a fucking day for months getting this shit fucking right. It's impressive. He, dude, he had to have trained hard. I mean, he get dude like that guy's. He gets fit like that guy's big. But there's, but he doesn't have to get big though for the role of his life. Wait, what? Are we gonna do a podcast when he plays Barack Obama? <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, he's gonna. He is gonna. He's gonna play Barry. He is gonna play. He's gonna play Barry. That's gonna happen. It's gonna happen. Do it's I want Will happen. Smith playing all of like the like African American icons in history? Like, <laughs> is that too much to ask? I mean, is is he gonna play himself? Because that's basically where he's at. Because that's the that's the thing. That's the difference to me. Like, when you like look Denzel versus Will, it's like really what it comes down to is like Will Smith is almost like. He's almost like one of those America's sweetheart type actors. Like he's he's more he's of more a, of a Tom Hanks. Hey, than yes, he's like absolutely. Tom, he's the like the black Tom Cruise. Uh, I don't like I don't like harsh. Tom Cruise. So I, I know. Yeah. Was, I think that was un, I think that was unfair of you. I think I'm Will. Sorry. sorry, Will Smith. Will Smith, this, I'm very this proud. This show of apologizes to you, Will Smith, for that comparison. Wow, I'm really embarrassed. Every time you say Denzel Washington, I get excited. Yeah, that's, right? That's sincere. If you say Denzel, I'm like, uh, fucking in. Right? Let's go. I don't Dude, care that shit. Safe House sucked. I'm <laughs> watching it. <laughs> or that he's made like a string of cable movies. But again, that's I love this cable movies. This motherfucker. Okay, what? A couple years ago, it was Fences, right? Back at, it just right. A couple that's like years a legacy ago. project now. Come on. <laughs> Sure, but then a couple years before that, you get fucking American Gangster. Like this dude just does not stop. You're about he to does hate on American Gangster. No, I'm not hating. What I'm saying is like he he was fucking nominated for Fences, was he not? I'm pretty sure he was nominated for yeah. Fences. Nominated for American Gangster. The dude like he goes on a fucking run like this, and then once in a fuck once every ten years after that, he's like, yeah, I'll still put out some shit that's like, oh my god, Denzel. Yeah. Yeah, but I love that it's Safe House, American Gangster, or like uh, The safe. Preacher's Wife, Training Day. <laughs> like he's fucking. I need to make some money. Yes. Oh yeah, <laughs> you know, you know, you know. And he played hoops in college. You know that, right? I didn't know that. He got game. Like all those scenes of him draining a great, those jays. Again, great movie. He got game, and that's in that string too. Him, him, him draining those jays in that in, in that movie. Fucking real. I like that. That makes that makes everything better. But of course, Denzel would Denzel would be able to do that. He would. Who, who, who are we picking though? This is the fight. Denzel will. I don't know. We should uh, save it for later. 
and we'll decide after we analyze everything. Up next, our third and final installment, the scorecard. How did this fight turn out, my friend? Let's look at the film versus the film. Uh, Take a step back and look at each of these projects and pit them against one another. You can go first. Okay, so... Wait a second. Are those glasses thicker than normal? No, they're normal. They're normal thickness. Okay, proceed. (laughs) Um, So I think I'm going to start this by, like, making, like, I guess, like, an opening argument for and against is that kind of like a how you want to do this like because i can do it do what you got to do okay i think that the story of this battle between these two films comes down to the fact that ali bit off i think more than it could chew as a project and i'll say i'll tell you why i think first off this movie, kind of, like you said, do, will we ever get another definitive Ali movie? And it's like, no, probably not. But I'm sad about that because was this, this movie, our first? Was this our only shot at it? Well, this movie makes it makes me want to see either two different Ali movies, or like this one just should have been much longer. They should have just let it be, let it be like it's already a two like two hours and thirty minutes. The director's cuts two forty five. Like even the direct, I I bought the director's cut and I was like, I'm strapping in for a three hour Michael Mann movie, and I didn't even get that. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like it, it's like it needed to be. It needed to be like three forty five. Honestly, if you're gonna try to unpack all this stuff, if you're gonna put all of the stuff with Malcolm, it's even not it, packing all of that in. It's what they chose to pack in. the The big thing that I I I'm with you. You haven't said this on the show right here, but I'll just out you. You were disappointed with the Malcolm X. Uh, performance and it, its presence in the film, and I 100% agree with you on that. But that should have been included. What the reason with this film that I have qualms about it is the, is the sex and the yes, romance, the relationships. Yes, I agreed. I am a rock and roll fan. Not really interested in all my icons and fans, all their wives. I understand or romantic relationships rather, not just women, but like. But like uh, I, I wanted his his plight with his his faith. Like that is way more interesting to me, and how he changes his name, and like why do I need to like? They, yeah, and, and they, they and they crammed way more into that shit. Yeah, than they, and everything everything in his life gets a sideshow. Everything is a side dish. Everything. There's no main entree. The only thing that's the main entree is Ali. But you don't like. The, his religious part only gets what it gets, which that includes Malcolm X. And I agree that that has to be in there. But but then his fighting career doesn't get as much attention as it should. And then his personal life outside of his religion doesn't get as much as it. So everything is kind of cut short to get it all in there to try to tell this story. And and not only that, but like like I said, when just like with Will Smith having to like have a way bigger hill to climb with the fact that he's playing Ali – you also have Howard Cosell. You also have fucking Sam Cooke, Elijah Muhammad, Martin Luther King Jr., George uh, George Foreman, Joe Frazier, Don King. Like, you have to put all these people in there and make them all fucking convincing, right? Like, that, that's just a say, big bill. It's a big bill. I agree with you. That's a big thing to chew on and that they didn't. It was just too much. I didn't realize it was John Voight until the credits rolled. 
Bro, right? What a spectacular and and honestly, Amazing. one of my favorite, one of my favorite things in this movie is just their friendship. Seriously, is just that, the friendship between. Real? I bet you it was real. I I yeah. could totally get the vibe well, because because of, Ali was so he had to depend so much on publicity when he wasn't an active athlete and having a relationship with someone in the media. I'm sure was like vital. I so agree. I'm, yeah. And and listen, you know, into in today's time, you know. We've all learned not to hold anybody to too high of esteem because at any day, you know, the door might open on something that just shatters that whole perception you had of them. But I'd like to believe that Howard Cosell was the kind of guy who, like, was first off was a sports guy. So he was just all inspired by the athlete that was Muhammad Ali. And then I think that he liked to, I like to believe that he agreed with him about the Vietnam war agreed with them about the fact that he was being treated like he was basically being treated that way because he was black Muslim who was against the Vietnam war, like all of this different stuff. And I think I like to believe that. So until further knowledge, I'll float around in that comfy place. I can't believe they fucking. It's bullshit. Both, these movies, both Are... of these movies just make me really upset. <laughs> yeah, but it, it's, and it, it's not, it just, it just like because you know that these injustices are still happening today. Like you know that, and it's like just yesterday, sick. today, tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, it just makes you sick that there are people like in the world that can't understand. Like you just need to love people. Like it's why is that so fucking hard for people? Like love, 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 love. Really, I don't know. Thank you for that PSA. Yeah, let's transition back to the hurricane and talk about that film a little bit. I was super stoked when I first sat down to watch it to obviously watch Denzel. Mm-hmm. But this it's, it's interesting that these films are only three years apart because this, there seems to be a bigger gap to me aesthetically. Uh, it's like, I mean, well, 99 and 01. So three years, two years. Yeah. It, it, yeah. <laughs> anyway, my point it's is the hurricane kind of has a more nineties vibe to it. And it, yeah, it, it does. And the storyline of of the uh, the makeshift family and the and the young kid, um, it's not a, it's not a big dramatic Hollywood motion picture, oh. um, which is just it's just a completely different film than Ali is. It is. I I think I think a big contrast between the two is that, like talking film film talk, you know. Um, Hurricane has this like lyrical flow between timelines. Like it, 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 it's not like you get, it's not like you have two timelines and you flash back to one timeline and then you go back to the solid. It floats. It basically gives you, it fills you in on floats things. like a <laughs> a butterfly. In fact, it Sorry. does. Uh, no, but it is. It just it like kind of lyrically like it's almost like a piece of music where it, it will give you what you need when you need it. So like when the stories, because you're getting one straight story as you watch the film, but you're not getting one straight timeline. And it, I, I like the way that it kind of, it gives you that like lyrics, like lyrical kind of flow between timelines and like it jumps all the way back to his childhood. You know, it's it, it, those kinds of things. I really enjoyed and oh, and I really and, enjoyed watching it. I loved watching it before 5 p.m. I'm sorry, maybe I'm inherently a 65 year old man, but I love watching movies in the afternoon. And this we is fucking a great both are. Watch. We I both fucking are. love it. Yeah, it is. I was it, just like I, 2 p.m. day off. 
two-hour boxing movie. Yes. Yeah, and especially a movie about like a man's tribulation social and like, justice firing. Yeah, yes! it's a total day movie. I feel you. I feel you. And and I think and so, but the contrast I was gonna say to Ali though is Ali, uh, Ali like moves. It moves fast and then it moves slow, right? Like so, it'll zoom through some the stuff and then stop. Good. But it's all straightforward, you know. And it does kind of have that. So that's one difference I see in the films, just structurally. There was I have one qualm. I have many qualms about Ali. I really do. Were you just doing an Ali with your mouth? I was trying to psych you out. Like I'm gonna give the best commentary. <laughs> the when they're the thriller in Manila. And they're in mm-hmm. Africa, mm-hmm. and it's like Foreman gets cut. We need six weeks, and they interject like another romance thing, and then like twelve minutes later, he's walking out for the fight. And I'm like, was that six weeks? And I think that's an example of like the pacing of that film was yeah. is fucked. It's not good. It kind of has this. It kind of has this like um, this like a Christmas Carol vibe where it's like it's like you're on a you're on a I'm serious like you're on a train and it's like. It takes you like really fast and then it just stops and you like land here for a little while and what then the you like zoom again and you're like a couple more years. Yeah, because it's like like I, one thing one go ahead. I am so glad that Will Smith played Muhammad Ali. <laughs> I am so glad <laughs> I still feel it still sounds like I swear to God, it sounds like you're kind of shitting on him. That I am so glad. I'm not playing Muhammad Ali, right? I'm so proud of him. If you're listening to this, Will Smith, you could fucking pay off all my debt. You could kick my ass. You could fall in love with me. You could do whatever you want. I am sincerely so goddamn proud of you (laughs) for making this film. (sighs) Is that sincere enough? What do I got to say? You I, have, I don't think you can say the word proud. <laughs> That's the problem. I'm a fucking middle-class American. Uh, I am glad that, uh, that that was it. We're moving on. I'm glad Will Smith played. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I don't think Michael Mann was the wrong director. I think this film, I'll watch it again and enjoy it. I just wish it would have been a little more efficient. I did hear though that oh Oliver Stone was <laughs> in no shit. Which and from what I understand, um, and this is just some internet shit, so whatever. But uh, from what I understand, it, it, he Oliver Stone wanted Denzel to play Ali, and what what. It wouldn't have been any good, but what happened was Hurricane came out. Like uh, while they were putting Hurricane this whole thing, it smells like a kind of wafts of the Oliver Stone thing, though. Well, it does, but what happened is it came out, and Denzel had already played this boxer, and then Oliver was just like, "Nah, I'm, I'm good. I'm not interested now." So they gave it to Michael Mann. I'm I'm not mad that Michael Mann made the movie. <laughs> I don't know what it is in your tone. I swear to God, I feel like you're playing a joke on me. <laughs> like the whole part. What am I going to do? <laughs> I, I love Michael Mann. 
I do too. He makes he makes fun, entertaining, almost their movies. Beautiful, <laughs> but it was just fucking flawed. Like it was just too much. I am happy he made the movie. Because <laughs> I really like this movie, but I think it's obvious that I just have a lot of issues with it. It's like Mike, Mike. Mike, we love you on a Sunday afternoon, but just stay there, please. Oh. Last Mohicans, Heat, Primal Impact. I don't know. The list goes on and on. It does. It does. It does. I got to say, though, like, look, in Ali, I will. I think that Foreman, the George, George Foreman's character, is, like, the most dead-on look-alike of the whole movie. I think this is a perfect segue into the next segment of the film. Let's do it. So there's been two natural camps decided as we prepare for this bout. I'm going to go first. Uh, We're doing our top three for this week, and it's our top three three favorite moments from the film I've kind of ascribed myself to, which is Ali, and the three favorite movements that Joshua has uh, ascribed himself to, (laughs) which is the hurricane. I'm going to go first because you brought it up. My number three is the casting of Ollie's opponents. I think it's kind of like uncanny. I think uncanny is like uh, undermining the, the casting of Joe Frazier, uh, of George Foreman. And uh, what's the first guy's name? I always forget his name. Sonny Liston. Sonny Liston. Like yeah. that dude scares the shit out of me. <laughs> Sonny yeah. Liston is scary as fuck. And like the way, like when Sonny Liston comes on screen, you're like, oh, that's Sonny Liston. Yeah, like my first, well, I was just doing a little looking into some stuff online and everything. That guy's first role was like he played like a boxer, like just like he was in the background or something. I just thought that was kind of fun, but he, cause he kind of, he does have that look. He just has like a mustache. Yeah. And yeah. like Sonny Liston was known for being like the, the rumor, there's a, there's a, uh, a conspiracy that that fight was like rigged. Well, dude, I picked up on that in the movie. I was like, I had to stop it and rewind it because I like I remembered thinking like in that fight, like, what's up with Ali's eyes? Like, what the fuck happened? And I, the when I was when I was watching it for the second time, that scene. I hate to admit that I like I because I definitely watched you these watched movies. that movie twice. Is shh shh. It's my movie. I'm not. I'm a I'm dork. So proud of Will Smith. <laughs> I am glad that Michael Mann made the definitive Muhammad Ali film. <laughs> Erica, what do you want me to say? Yeah, like, it's just all I'm I trying see to in my head myself, is like, okay? It's like, the, it's like the Nancy Pelosi side clap at the at the speech where she's like, oh, okay, I'm clapping for you. Good job. Good job. I look right now. What what are you doing? I'm struggling with my conviction about my <laughs> love for Michael Mann being, getting this project. <laughs> oh, goodness. You, said, you told me Oliver Stone? Right? Kind of makes you blood. think, doesn't it? That would have been a, some good shit. Yeah, a different movie. But yeah, it was. it's really cool as like a sports fan, as a history fan, to see Joe Frazier. That motherfucker looked just like Joe Frazier. That guy looked just like uh george foreman and it just brings this authentic uh authenticity to it um yeah that's my third favorite thing about the movie holly yeah and i do think like and like i felt like 
the casting choice for Don King was really good. I mean, yeah. they did a great job with the makeup really well. on Cosell. I mean, yeah, I mean, they did a good job. I just, it's just really hard, you know, when you pull, when you're, it's like, fuck, it's, it's tough when you're trying. It's hard when you see that. Now that I'm, now that I'm thinking about all of Stone and Wigs and portraying people and like uh, conglomerates of characters, I think Oliver Stone might have fucked this up. I'm just interjecting here. Dude, Oliver Stone doesn't always have the steadiest hand. We'll just put it that way. Uh, I I am so glad that Michael Mann was given the reins. <laughs> Muhammad Ali film. Oh, Michael, 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 man, thank you, thank, thank you, Michael. I too am proud of of Will Smith and Michael, man. Am I? Now I'm questioning myself. What's your number three favorite moment of the hurricane? My number three favorite moment of the hurricane is the opening of the film. Like it's the it's a great. It really is like a fucking. To me, it's like a sinker. Like it grabs you. It definitely like hooks you in because it's got these kind of cool angular credits. And there's this really like like there's this like slick jazz vibe that's going on that kind of sounds it almost it may it puts you in the mindset of like a um like you're watching a uh private detective kind of film noir kind of vibe, right? And then you get this like almost homage to Raging Bull with the black and white you know, in the boxing ring and Hurricane Carter looks like a badass with his black robe and the contrast is punched just right. And this is just me nerding out on aesthetic stuff. Like that's all this number three pick is. And then you get hard cut to Reuben Carter in his jail cell, fucking padding his head with towels and putting on a fucking toboggan and shoving towels down his crotch, toilet paper in his teeth because they want to come in his fucking cell and they want to take his manuscript and he's ready to fight fucking 30 prison guards and he's telling them, you come in here, the first fucking six of you are going to fucking die. And then cut right back to the ring and he's fighting, fight, fight. And it's this cut back and forth. And also quick little shout out, I bet the I can't remember this guy's name. I'm so sad that I'm forgetting it. But the prison guard from Shawshank, I'm sure he was glad to get a redemption shot and play like a good guy. You know what I mean? As a prison guard, because he definitely is a good, uh, good prison guard. He had this- he had Ruben's back. Oh, so like, can you, he was like, can you put it on your crotch? Like, I'm not I won't let them touch you. Yes. And that's a beautiful part of this movie, too, is the dignity he gets treated with by some of those people in the prison. But but anyway, to finish my number three, really, it caps off with after you kind of get the go ahead. The actor's name is Clancy Brown. Clancy Brown. I knew he had a badass name, too. I was like, this dude's got a badass name and I can't remember. God bless oh. Clancy Brown. Yeah. So I'm sure he was really happy to have a redemption song, right? Like, no doubt. Um, but to cap it all off, like, after you get this kind of back and forth between him as a fighter and then him in this prison cell, it sets this tone of his mentality. And then once the dust kind of settles on both those things, you get this fucking great pan. And it starts at the bottom of the prison, and the lights go out, and the amber lights come on. So that the, the, they can all sleep, and and the camera pans up the wall as he's narrating, talking about how he won't let them take who he is, and he's gonna sleep while they're awake, and he's gonna be awake while they're asleep, and all this stuff, and it like pans up to him finishing his memoir, and I fucking love that sequence. It's a great, it's good, good fucking shit. It's beautiful. It's a great pick. Thank you. I I thought of it. I thought of you when it happened. 
<laughs> I thought I was like Joshua appreciates this segment right here. I I did. I absolutely did. My number two for Ali. Yes. Is the first thirty minutes of the film, <clears throat> which is ironic. <clears throat> for the first twenty-seven minutes and about forty-six seconds, there's almost zero back and forth dialogue. It's entirely a Sam Cooke montage. Um, there is impositions of coloreds in the back of the bus and a setting of the scene of what the early to mid-1960s was like for people of color um, superimposed on a classic R&B singer's voice, the rallying of a, a crowd, um, the enthusiasm of such crowd, and it, it moved me. And I think this film is guilty of biting off more than it could chew. I think this film is guilty of um, a lack of attention to detail and being probably a little self-masturbatory. Let's get real. But if I could just watch that first 27 minutes and 46 seconds, uh, it made me cry. I think... Correct me if I'm wrong, but in, in, in that opening montage in there, like it's him running with his hood up in the gray sweatshirt, sweatsuit, and yep. he's just running through the streets, kind of training. Just running. That's, it's actually, yeah. um, Good stuff. it's, it's revisited when he's in, in Africa. In Africa. Yep. Yep. With, with a lot that more kind of potency. So emotional as I mean, I'm, I'm a white middle-class dude, but he's seeing black kids Yeah, and he's seeing depictions of himself on on the walls and knocking out George Foreman and mm -hmm, mm -hmm. it's it's an obvious juxtaposition of moments um ah, it's so powerful to me it makes me really emotional that's my number two pick i like it i like it my number two i'm going to go the hurricane for the hurricane i'm going to go with like a kind of a because this movie is serious there's not a lot of room to have fun in this movie, but there are a couple moments, and my favorite one, I just love it. I just love it, love it, love it. Hurricane has just gotten out of the army. He's feeling the swagger. He's a badass. He knows it. His body's a weapon. He's already declared it. And he walks into the bar, and he sees a beautiful woman, and her name is May Thelma, and he knows he needs to be you with love this, this woman. Shit. I fucking yeah. love it. He gets a couple of beverages. He walks over. And just before he can get there, dude takes a seat and tries to start chatting with May Thelma's friend. And he doesn't like that very get much. Get the fuck up out of my seat. And he get my favorite, my number two moment is the quote that he gives that guy. The guy looks around at the seat after he tells him to get out of it. He's like, I don't see your name written on it anywhere. He said, That's, it's because you're blind from the ass whooping I'm about to lay on you. Now get out of my seat. Ha! <laughs> Bam! He just and he owns that guy too. And he like and then the look when when Mae Thelma's pulling him away, like, did you come here to dance or did you come here to fight? You came here to dance, didn't you? Come on over here with me. And he gives him that look, like, yeah, that's right, motherfucker. The only thing taking me away from whooping your ass is this beautiful ass this, woman that's pulling me away. Girl. And you need to be thankful for it. And then she gets him to the other side of the room, and then he still takes a couple of steps back at him, like he's like, nah, you're getting this ass woman, motherfucker. That's because this guy's nickname is Hurricane. Hurricane. I would have taken twice as less time to get the fuck out of this man's way. No, are you good, dude? Cool. Yeah. Peace. He would have asked the first time, and I'd be like, "Yes, sir. Thank you, sir. Do I'm you gonna need go a here. drink." Yeah. Did you need me to refill that for you? 
<laughs> yeah, he's I a badass dude. Pick, my number one pick for Ali is the fights, the boxing scenes. Of course. Uh, it, specifically the the tight shots on Ali's footwork early on, um, and and the Liston fight is that's a goosebump moment for me. In the Frazier fights, um, I think th- those are probably the most like evenly matched brawl out uh, boxing sequences in the film, maybe of all time. You know, I'm not a big boxing expert, but that was billed as you know one of the greatest, most popular sporting events of the 20th century. Um, but the Foreman fight is so intense because man walks you through Mo sacrificing his body. And what the film does is it shows you that his corner is fighting for him. Like, get off the ropes, Ali. What are you doing? But what the film does is it it shows you with, with shots on his face, what he's enduring with his body. Like, Foreman's famous for, like, huge. Like, he's with him and Tyson, like, the two hardest-hitting human beings that have ever lived. And what you see is Ali knowing, I'm tough as fucking shit. My mm-hmm. plan is to take all this pain tie him up tire him out and then knock him out um it's the best part of the movie it's it's it you stand up you're like oh shit like what's happening it draws you in like watching a real sporting event um yeah it's my number one yeah i mean i'll to to comment on that like first off like the foreman scene in particular like I got anxious watching that because you you know you're into the story. You're at the end of the movie. You're watching this foreman fight when he first like when he's getting his ass whipped in those first few rounds. Like it feels like you feel like you're in a fight, and even the first punch that Liston throws, like that very first punch of the film, like you feel like it's the cinematography of these boxing scenes is legit as fuck, and it's probably the best boxing cinematography in a film that you're gonna find. Like it's so good. It's even so good even at making like, like feel. Raging Bull is like cinematic. Cin- yes, cinematic. It's lyrical. This shit it's- makes like I've seen the Creed movies and those are super fun and intense, but I prefer that. Like it's way more. I don't know. I just like I, I I prefer it. You what you you prefer Ali to. Yeah, dude, I think that shit's amazing. Yeah, I mean, no, it's I'm other... really proud of Michael Mann. <laughs> I am I'll tell you what, I'm inspired by whoever filmed that shit because Yeah, yeah it's not like, Michael Mann. Those other boxing movies are they're they're filming people box. This movie, this cinematography is boxing. The camera is 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 boxing. And you yeah. feel it. It it's it is absolutely a mega achievement in this film. It's it is to me, this movie is great because Ali is great. Like, Muhammad Ali is great. He's the greatest. And the man was, uh, like, a miracle. And the film is great just because of that, right? But the best thing in this film, aside from Ali, is the cinematography of those fight scenes. They're beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. Yeah. So number one pick. Yep. Um, I think number one for me is probably just Reuben Carter. Like, I mean, seriously, like, but he inspires you. He does. But I guess, I mean, I want to say a kind of two pronged event. Reuben Carter inspires me, 
But then, honestly, the best thing in this entire movie is when he first goes to prison and he refuses to put on that fucking uniform and they put him in the yeah. hole for 90 days. And he has this incredible... Dude, 90 days is three months. Yes, three months. And, and like, I'm just going to say this for a second. That's a long fucking time. Everybody just heard. You just heard. I heard you say three months. Everybody heard me say three. Stop for, like, two seconds, guys, and think about three months of your life in a tiny room that only has light for part of the day and it's not even well lit and all you have is a concrete slab and a fucking hole to piss in that's it that's all you have no pillows i don't no, i no. don't have a problem with anxiety as a number of people in america do but right now i do and denzel does this insane shit because basically what's happening is he's splitting personalities and you might even make a case that this film portrays him as almost a schizophrenic and he's got this he's got the hurric schizophrenic okay make fun go ahead asshole i'm in the heat of moment of talking here okay i'll i'll just translate for everyone else out there yeah go ahead uh, please he, he said a schizophrenic Thank you. Yeah, what he said. So anyway, there's he's not, got... There's not a Y in that word. Okay, cool. Um, so he's got the hurricane there, and like Hurricane's like this vicious character who's telling him, like, I need to kill somebody. And then he's trying... He's got this, like, young kid, like, vulnerable character that's there. It's like he's going all over the place, and then in between it all, he's having this, like... I mean, he's going fucking crazy. And the dude does an epic job of, like, putting that out on the screen and it's it's definitely the best part of this movie like it really is and the fact that reuben carter endured that and came out on the other side the principled individual that he is is my number one moment that's what i want to say i'm really glad you picked that because that's what i picked up on in the film and i was like i'm sure josh will pick something more astute but i think that means that i got it because that would have been my number one pick was that yeah stupid? dude that shit is that's 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 like, I feel like if I were going to teach a class on acting, which I could never do because I'm not qualified, but like theoretically, like that would be a clip I would show like, hey, watch this. Like this, this guy is acting with himself and look at, the, I mean, it just, the eyes, this man's eyes are insane. He carries so much weight with his fucking facial expressions and his, his brow. It's insane. Have you seen Denzel do Shakespeare? No, but now I'm peeking. I'm about to YouTube that shit. I bet that's, that's great. Pretty incredible. YouTube rabbit hole for tonight. I believe it's Midsummer Night's Dream. I'm literally going to watch Muhammad Ali's greatest clips and Denzel reading Shakespeare for the rest of the night tonight. That's going to be my night. Same. It's like, <laughs> it's like, it's such a weird experience, but it's also amazing. He's an amazing actor. Fuck. He, he is. He really uh, is. Uh, thank you so much for this discussion about this film. Did you already... Would, did you give your number one? Yeah. The fights. Okay. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. All right. So who do we think away. between these two films? Well, that's... Oh, who do we think won between these two films? The fight. Knockout, unanimous decision, no contest. Between the two films, right? Yeah. Between the two films, 
It's hard, but I am going to go with, I think that it is a split decision in favor so of the Hurricane. That's I'm my gonna, opinion. I think I'm going to agree with you. Whoa! I brought him around! Yeah! I, I love Ali, and I will probably watch it again in the next year. Uh, just because I like glossy films. You know I do. But now we kind of want to see somebody else make an Ali film, right? Like a little bit. Before little I commit bit. to that opinion, I just want to say I am so proud of Will Smith. <laughs> <laughs> so let's proud. A, let's take a little break and take some questions from the mailbag. Oh, mailbag. You ain't no champ. Chumped. Go like a butterfly, sting like a bee. Oh, rumble, young man, rumble. Y'all want to lose y'all money? Then you bet it on Sonny. He know I'm great. He will fall in eight. Come on, you big ugly bear. I'll whoop you right, right now. Joshua, mailbag's your baby. Take it away, bud. All right. So before we get into some questions, I want to go over a couple of little uh, housekeeping items here. Okay. So. These questions are all coming in on Instagram right now, but just in case any of you guys are listening to us out there and you're not on Instagram because fuck Instagram and Facebook and all that good shit, just if you have a question, just like kind of check out what movies we're doing and then you can just shoot us an email at uh, thedigestshow at gmail.com. So pretty simple. Name of the show at gmail.com. So anyway, all of these questions are from Instagram. Um. I am going to leave it to – I'm going to leave the burden on the the uh, questionnaire uh, to listen up and find out, get their recognition that way to find out if their question got chosen. I'm not calling people out anymore. So anyway, to kind of sum up our show for us a little bit, we talked why about – Which one – why? Why are we calling them out? Is because it because of I, me? No, because I keep forgetting to be honest. I because I know who some of them are, but I keep forget. I don't want to like call people's name out because we have return questioners first, and secondly, I can't. No, not Lauren. I can't remember. Really, the first one is. Damn it! The first the they know who they are, man. It just needs to be this way. The first one is from. Okay, how about this? From North Carolina. Oh, from North Carolina. We have a question. Who's the better actor, Denzel or Will? Which is the better actor, Chase? I am the better actor. Between you and I, yes. But between Denzel and Will, who's the better actor? Didn't you ask me not... The answer is Denzel Washington. Didn't you ask me not to ask this, answer this question? No, I... I I'm I, confused. I, no, I think the answer is Denzel. Yes. I don't think it's like that might be the easiest thing I've been asked to figure out all day. Well, yes, but I want to say one thing. Like, I agree that Denzel is the better actor, but. I'm proud of Will. I just. <laughs> I'm proud of Will. I swear to God, I swear to God, Will Smith is gonna kick your ass one day. He's gonna come find you. He's like, I literally do not need your proud asshole. Okay, uh, but anyway, I, there's something to be said. I just want to say there is something to be said about Will Smith. Like Denzel again had that string. He set the world on fire. 
But like Will Smith also did a lot of endearing comedies. Like I mean, Hitch, Hitch, greatest romantic comedy. Men in Black is fun as fucking shit. Plus he's the Fresh Prince. Dude, like Will Smith is like an he's icon. The shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Does like anyone not like Will Smith. So it's hard like to answer that question. It's like almost I, I, I actually my answer is this: Denzel's the better actor, but I think Will Smith Smith is the better movie star. Yeah, that's what I'll I think. Agree with that. Yeah, I'll that's what I think. That. So. Cool. Listening out there in North Carolina, you've asked us a question before, but that's your answer. Who asked that? It's, I don't remember, okay? I smoke too much pot. Leave me alone. Sorry. Okay. Now, a similar question, but I think it's worth giving a little thought to, is who had the better transformation into their character? And I think we all know that answer. Right? Will Smith. Yeah. Well, immaculate. And, and I think I, the reason I wanted to get that one in there is Denzel just got a lot of love, but like, Will, seriously, we're so proud of you. So, like, no, but truly, like, we're having a laugh about it and stuff, but it's his, a great, his, amazing. His, 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 uh, recitations of the rhymes and yeah. with the media and his body and the boxing. He gets his, uh, he, he gets his I, physical and his speech cadence. He gets the cadence of Muhammad Ali right. Which oh, is the rumble, bro, man, rumble. Exactly. Like, and just doing that open mouth thing. And it's, uh, we're, we're laughing about it and everything, but like it's the reason that I was gravitated towards the film and the reason that I'll watch it again and have a good time because I love sports and I love a sports movie and I love a, a glossy motion picture more than Joshua. I'm just saying that definitively. It's because of his performance. It's just so much fun to watch. It's because I, I love icons and sports and stuff like that. Yeah. And it's the closest I'll get to watching, you know, a reincarnation of Muhammad Ali probably. And he, he, it's, it's great, man. It is. I, and I think you should be fine. Look, if you switch your mind back, if you take it back and you go back to Ali, like, cause I thought, I thought I'm dead cold. Little asshole. I really thought dead cold that you were going to stick to your guns and that your reason was basically just going to be because Ali is about Ali. Like that's it. That's all you need right there. Yeah. I, I, I switched back Ali. <laughs> yeah. The ultimate. Sorry, I'm a, I'm an emotional guy. What, what matters is what's on the record at the end of the show. That's all at that the matters. End of the show, my vote is Ali. I will watch that movie again, probably in six months. I like it. Cause I, I love like it. it. I like it. Sorry. Okay, so no, but for real, kudos, Will. Like, no shit. Like, definitely win that that topic. The okay, the third question we have four, but the third one you already answered, which you basically answered. Ali, did the movie need all the love interest? No, it didn't. Nope. That's your answer. Who asked that? Who asked that? That one was from Oregon, and then our final question is from Oregon, and that the final question are, is: are, any, are these people I know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Both of them. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Matt, Matt, maybe. Anyway, question number four. The final question of the day. Is one of them uh, Seth? No, man. You just need to worry more about the questions and not about the people who ask them. This is a free flow segment. Seth has become my friend. I need to know if one of these questions was Seth. Not Seth. Damn it, Seth. Contribute, motherfucker. Anyway, question number four. This is my favorite question. What are your thoughts on the Canadian group educating Lezra? Really awkward. 
I was a little concerned about this arrangement. I still haven't quite figured it out. Why like, is the one female person just ad- addicted to nicotine? And like, what? I mean, do they? Why is Steve Schreiber there? Why that, <laughs> like, why is that one really famous Irish actor there? Have they sworn themselves to some weird celibacy? Is this like a Morrissey? Like, I'm going to just educate people and refurbish houses. Like, what is going on with this? I mean, uh, it's by not, the end of the movie, though, uh, I kind of uh, feel like they must just be really good people, right? Like, they must be. And also, was she falling in love with Ruben? Like, I am so confused by this case. I got that vibe, too. She was definitely falling in love with him, right? Like, consecrated in my vote for Ollie being a better movie. <laughs> <laughs> that's fucking weird. <laughs> the Canadian group is weird. That's so. Anyway, that's it for the mailbag this week. Cool. Well, I'm glad we touched on the Canadian group because we didn't in our in our discourse about <laughs> the films. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is. I thought that was an interesting question for sure. I think it's kind of glaring. <laughs> it didn't age well. It's weird. It's odd. It's definitely odd. Uh, let's wrap it up, man. Uh, yeah. we, had a, we had a great fight night. That was super fun. Was uh, I, 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 I thank all of you for joining us for it and for listening for the mailbag questions. Uh, Joshua. Yes. To the birds. Hallelujah. something to Joe Frazier that might be illegal. My lawyers told me to bring a bail bondsman to get me out of jail. They might put my tail in jail and get me out on bail after what I do to Joe